It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olivia to DC, we break down, break it all down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. It is the locker room, or excuse me, the bottom line. I'm, I'm, I'm two days behind. Sorry. It's the bottom line. Usually yeah. I usually only do that on Saturdays where I get it confused. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're afforded a few of them. Yeah, you get them once in a while. Put, but the, put the dollar on the jar in the jar on the way out. I will, I promise. Uh, five four seven one six ten's number. Bottom line: News Radio six ten K one A. Robin Ed hanging with you. Uh, it was it was interesting. Um, interesting special commissioners meeting a little bit earlier today, a couple hours ago. Benton County commissioners. Benton County commissioners. Um, it was uh, live streamed, or it was it was done via Skype, um, where all three commissioners were online, and the discussion was regarding a situation that's been presented. Regarding locker room access to the corrections department. Now, of course, for those that that may not have been aware, back in October, uh, the Benton County commissioners decided to take the purview of the jail away from the sheriff's department and establish the Benton County corrections department. Now, with that came a couple other things. Like, for example, there's a locker room for the sheriff's department. That back in 2019, Sheriff Hatcher basically established as only for the Sheriff's Department and those that were under the Sheriff's Department. So anybody else that was using it couldn't use it anymore. But once it got split, then it went to just the purview of the Sheriff's Department and corrections did not have access to that locker room. Fast forward to now and the situation that's developed with COVID-19 and there has been a little bit of a battle over use of this locker room. Uh, by corrections department staff as well for access to be able to clean up, change clothes, so on and so forth. Jail Commander Scott Souza addressing the commissioners uh, about the situation. He explained that contractors were ready to install an access door earlier this week when they were stopped by members of the sheriff's department. On October 23rd, 2019, when we became our own department, the Benton County Corrections Department, we were locked out of the Benton County Sheriff's Office building, all the staff in corrections, and inside that building were locker rooms that we had shared with the Sheriff's Department for over 17 years. Since then, we have been making do without a locker room. Uh, until the problem got resolved or a permanent solution was found. We have continued to make every effort since the onset of the coronavirus, we have continued to make every effort to protect our staff and those in our care. Uh, now more than ever, we need access to these locker rooms so that our staff can have the ability to change clothes after their 12 hour shifts and take a shower if they so choose. This is a, just a safety measure. I mean, we're, we're in a state of emergency and the staff need to have that ability to be able to change or shower prior to coming and going to work. Um, I did reach out to Sheriff Hatcher on a few occasions. Once I called him, left a voicemail and a couple times I emailed him uh, and 
they were not returned. I was, the emails expressed the urgency and the need now more than ever for us to have access, the staff to have access to the locker rooms. So I kind of wanted to go over a, a quick timeline that we as the corrections department have implemented to mitigate the spread of the coronavirus within our facility for the safety of staff and again, those in our care. On March 3rd of this year, we initiated restrictions on a cooperative shuttle authorizing acceptance only DVs, misdemeanors and felony charges in affected areas at the time was Snohomish County, King County and Walla Walla. We stopped accepting DOC contract prisoners from outside our local community at that time. On March 4th, we stopped accepting U.S. Marshal contract prisoners from outside the local community, uh, with the exception of those going back and forth to Spokane that have been incarcerated for an extended period of time. We stopped confirming on Benton County misdemeanor warrants on the same day, March 4th, except for DB cases from the affected counties. And we initiated new medical screening procedures as recommended by the NAFCARE chief medical uh, officer. March 11th, we initiated a jail cleaning and disinfecting regimen, which consists of the whole facility being cleaned with bleach and water. On March 13th, we suspended our two work crews and sent those prisoners home. And on March 16th, we released all male and female work release participants per individual court hearings. And we suspended all volunteer and inmate programming in the Benton County Corrections Department. On March 17th, the Board of Commissioners, as we know, declared Benton County a state of emergency. March 18th, we closed the jail lobby to the public and all therapeutic courts suspended urinalysis. March 20th, notice from the Washington Association of Sheriffs and Police Chiefs shut down the cooperative mini chain completely. And on March 23rd, we began telecommuting administrative leave for non-essential employees per the county resolution. Also began, began sending excess staff home in an on-call status to limit exposure and preserve the health of the workforce. We also, on March 23rd, began screening our staff uh, coming into work for fevers or symptoms of COVID-19. That's kind of a quick timeline on some of the things that we have implemented uh, at the jail to mitigate the spread of the virus uh, since the onset. This is Ryan Brown here. Um, the scope of the special meeting is the need for the locker rooms. And as you know, under the proclamation by the governor, the board is only allowed to deal with necessary and routine matters, which this probably is not or matters that are uh, necessary to deal with the COVID virus. I think, Chief, you may maybe mentioned in a sentence or two, maybe you could just elaborate why the locker room issue is necessary now because of the COVID thing. I know you've been without since October, but apparently there's an urgent situation now because of the COVID virus. Can you explain why that is the case? That's right. Uh, well, <clears throat> I wanted to just kind of explain some of the steps that we have taken to mitigate uh, and protect our staff and prisoners. 
but we also need locker rooms, as I mentioned, so staff can have the opportunity to change clothes and they're not going home in the same uniforms that they worked in all day around prisoners that are coming into the jail, that we're working around some symptomatic uh, prisoners and it's for the safety of the staff. Uh, we need the locker rooms. Mr. Chairman, if I may, this is uh, Commissioner Delvin. Sure. Hey, uh, Chief Sears, are you aware, I was told by some courthouse courthouse staff that they've noticed um, some of your correctional officers changing uniform, out of uniform in the parking lot. Are you aware of that? Uh, it was, the issue was brought to my attention, uh, although I haven't seen that. We also have a, um, a, a work crew, um, inmate housing unit, a work release, I should say, and it has a few lockers in there that I, it's been disinfected that I've opened up for staff. However, there's no, there's one shower in there. It's not, it's not adequate for staff to come in and change in showers if they choose. But to answer your question, Commissioner, I was made aware of that, that we do have staff changing uh, in and out of uniforms in the trunk of their cars. Again, Jail Commander Scott Souza, Benton County Jail, the commissioners. And you heard uh, why this is being addressed now when, you know, we're supposed to be in a shelter at home and every, all the regular businesses kind of uh, put on hold for the time being. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. It's like a soap opera that we're witnessing. Yeah, there it, it is. And, and there were a couple of things that came up during the meeting as well that we want to discuss also. Because it, 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 there are just some interesting questions regarding all of this that we're going to touch on. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A 547-1610, the number if you want to get involved. Also via email, 610K1A.com, bottom line page, your name where you're listening, what you'd like to say, and on Twitter at bottom line 610. And a reminder, our brand new Twitter page for News Radio 610 K1A is at K1A 610 AM. Twitter jail. It's a rough place to be. It's a rough place Nobody to be. Nobody knows. The trouble I've seen, <laughs> unless you've been in Twitter prison. Um, so we created the new Twitter page at K1A610. I still haven't told my mom yet. She'll be so disappointed in me. That you went to Twitter prison? Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, you'll have to live with that. <laughs> they have to live with that shame. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about the, the commissioner's meeting today, dealing with, of, of all things, access to a locker room, um, which... You know, look, <laughs> the, the, the the political spat that's been going on between the commissioners and the sheriff uh, is, is well documented. And if you if you listen to any of the meeting, it 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 just became even more obvious that this is just more uh, more of a sizing up contest than 
that just continues in this in this whole thing. So what we did learn during the meeting is the sheriff has been out of town. Okay. So the sheriff's not currently in town, which is probably why he was not a part of this meeting. <laughs> and um, maybe why it was scheduled when it was. Yeah, you never know. Good, 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 good be. A uh, special meeting at that, which, by the way, they did take they did take Tuesday off. So there won't be a, a Benton County Commissioner's meeting Tuesday because I guess two meetings in one week counts as a meeting for not only me. Well, and and you heard in part of the audio uh, a a roundabout explanation as to why. I mean, you know, my question is always why now? Well, why now as opposed to any other time? Well, because governments are supposed to be not completely shut down, but but scaled back and and doing, you know, just the, the really important stuff. Well, because this supposedly has a, a, a COVID-19 undertone to it because of the social distancing and because uh, of the COVID-19 situation. The, the jail staff needs access to the big locker room that can only be accessed through the sheriff's department. Right. And mm. we can't have either side mingling because, you know, they'd probably have to call the authorities on the authorities no. uh, the way it's been going. But so the the that's why they dealt with it today was, you know, without calling it an emergency, they treated it like an emergency. Well, yeah, they they they, they talk. They use that word quite a bit. Yeah. I, I So access to a locker room during a pandemic um, between two entities that don't exactly see eye to eye. But more so, the heads of the two entities. Uh, true, the heads of the two entities. True, because... we don't we don't know how much back and forth is amongst the, amongst the rank and file. You got to think that there's probably some animosity there, but there's also probably equal amount of man. Our our bosses are dumb. I would you know? I would think that because these entities have worked together up until October, there's yeah. probably a lot more of there's probably m- more seeing eye to eye and less of the politics than there is at the top of the food chains of each department. So apparently, a couple of days ago, contractor shows up to basically begin work on cutting a hole for a door on an exterior wall attached to the sheriff's office. Um, or that locker room. W- yes, yeah. but it was that building. Yeah. That building where there the only access would be, I mean, from the outside. The sheriff, you know, some of the sheriff's deputies come out and say, uh, what's going on here? And they shoot him away. So that was also the the genesis of why this meeting took place now was because, again, certain. Well, I'm just going to say it. Commissioner Jerome Delvin wanted to move forward with this, and he wasn't able to. Now, all three commissioners did sign on to the resolution. Yes, they did. Moving this forward previously. Yes. Then came the the stoppage by yes. sheriff's deputies, hence the meeting today. Yes. Now, th- to, to, let's throw this out there, too, so that everybody's aware. This isn't the only locker room in the building. There are two other smaller locker rooms. Yes. One that was previously used by staff in the jail. Mm -hmm. And 
well, and the sheriff's department too, when they were over there. And there was another one that was kind of used for inmates, but, you know, kind of in the, like a staging area that the jail commander cleared out. And so it's sitting there. So there are two smaller locker rooms sitting there that I don't know if they've been using them since October, since the break. But again, when you're talking about the COVID-19 social distancing thing, you probably can't have a ton of people in either of the two small lockers. Hence, you had jail staff changing their clothes in the parking lot, which I'm sure was quite interesting, too. So, so okay, so I'm, I'm going to throw this, throw this out. Okay. Throw it out. Couple things here, just questions out loud. Okay, one: Is it better to use a smaller area than your car? Two: How long is the construction going to take on this door? If this is such a vital thing that needs to be done, how long is this construction going to take? Is it going to take a couple days? Is it going to take a couple weeks? Could we be on the back end of the bell curve of this by the time this construction's done? Okay, so that's another question. Two, or three, are you going to be increasing traffic in an area that's already being utilized, therefore possibly creating less social distancing in a centralized area because you're adding more people to it? Not to mention, You've got a whole different group of people coming in now that you don't know who they may or may not have been exposed to. Therefore, could it actually be increasing the possibility of coming in contact with somebody who may have come in contact with somebody with COVID-19? None of these questions were, you know, stonies out there. We did ask the question about the other facilities, because my understanding is one of the facilities that was referenced during the meeting, the one that's on the northeast side, actually has more showers than the locker room that's being fought over. There's an additional shower there. So we did reach out to the county administrator, Jared McPherson, who did get back to me, and he reiterated that the chief had a chance to look at the other locker rooms, um, that they weren't adequate due to size, not enough physical space, number of showers, not enough lockers, uh, was determined that the bigger locker room space would be more appropriate to accommodate. So I asked him about that particular locker room, and he said he's not sure about the showers, but the area of primary concern is lack of physical space and the number of lockers to meet the department. So with that said, you're still talking about having access to facilities in the building until you're able to reach a compromise or a solution here. So what happens while the construction is going on? Are you using the facility while the construction is going on, or do you have to wait till the construction is going on? But all of that may have been rendered moot with the amended resolution that was released by the commissioners after their meeting. Not to mention, and I'm stealing this from you, but I will give you credit, not to mention... Isn't there a hold on many construction projects right now? Under the governor's order? Yeah. Could you actually start a new construction project under the current order, or is it only construction projects that were underway that were permitted to continue? COVID-19. Yeah. 
547-1610. Back with more after this. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. The number to get involved is 547-1610. Going right to the phones. You're up on the show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Nick from Richmond. What's on your mind, Nick? Hey, I was just calling to let you guys know I've been working on a... Uh, food processing project here in Othello, and we're shutting her down tomorrow, and not due to the reason you'd think. Why are you shutting it down? Due to sales. Hmm. They're not selling. Not selling. They're gonna shut her down until uh, things get back to normal. Wow. Well, that's, that's that. That's tough to hear, man. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, you'd think the Corona would shut her down, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah Cheers. Love the show. Thanks. thanks for the thanks for the heads up, Nick, wow. and uh, best to you and everybody involved in that project. It's yeah. uh, coming and your to families a halt. Too, Absolutely, mean. the families, everybody involved. We it's 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 a tough time. Yep, for everybody. It know? is without question. But um, five four seven one six ten. If you want to get involved in the show, so we uh, talking about the, the the commissioners meeting a little earlier today, where. Uh, it, it just it never fails to rear its head the the and this is the only way to say it the pissing match between the commissioners and the sheriff and you know it even got to the point where I believe it was Commissioner Small that said well look we we're the landlord of the building if we want to do this we can just go right ahead and do this. Okay, but we're, we're the landlord. They, they're they in our building. And so if we want to do this, we can do this. Um, there which, was, is, which is probably true to a point, but it's it's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was kind of part of the, the reasoning behind taking the jail. Well, you know, it's ours. I mean... The jail is the county's. It's not the sheriff's department. It's ours. The jail's owned by the county. We could take the jail away if we want to. And they did. But there were there was a member of the guild, and there was a me- there was the attorney for the guilds that was also on the call. And you know there were some points they were bringing up that I thought were very interesting. And when the when the attorney started to talk. There were a couple things he was trying to get clarification on, and he was basically just shouted down by Commissioner Delvin. And it's like, guys, there's concerns here that they want addressed because they're they're going to be there too. You know, there's going to be things here that they've got concerns about that you don't want to hear, and you're just shouting the guy down because you don't want to talk about it anymore. It just it was. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio six ten K one A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Rock from Pasco. What's going on, Rock? Not much. So I was listening to that. So my question is, they said they saw people changing out in the parking lot. Now, were they changing all their clothes, or were they just changing their, putting their blouses on or whatever? You know, they're just, they're trying to make it sound worse than it is. They, I, I, if they got two locker rooms and an old one that they used to use, well, what's wrong with using those ones? They just want just, – they're getting in a peeing contest and seeing uh, who can pee farther. It's, it's nuts. 
Well, and 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 that's 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 the overriding thing in all this, Rock. I mean, if if you really wanted to work, if if people really wanted to work together, they could find a way to work together. But again, this is there. There are too many elements of this that go back to that pissing match, and you've got two other facilities in there that you can use in the interim until you're able to get something else figured out. But that's not good enough. And and for whatever reason, even making it work in an interim is good enough. Which goes back to the why are people getting changed in their car instead of using one of those other locker rooms or or coming to work already dressed. I mean, there, there's, you know, that part of it too. But outside of that, they released a new amendment today. Okay. Okay. And I'll pick it up from the end because a lot of it is just, you know, back to a lot was was mentioned previously. Um whereas Chief Souza contacted Sheriff Hatcher at least three times requesting his staff have access and use of the locker rooms that they used prior to October twenty third, twenty nineteen, to accommodate health and safety concerns stemming from the emergency situation declared by Governor Inslee, but Sheriff Hatcher has refused to respond to Chief Souza or cooperate with commissioners, staff in allowing access. And whereas use of these men's and women's locker rooms by sheriff's office employees is minimal, and such employees have access to other locker room facilities within the sheriff's department. So they're basically what they're saying is, well, the sheriff's office employees can use the other locker rooms that are, in the, that right. are in the jail building. That, that are in the they're in that building. And and let's go to the phones. You're up at the bottom line, News Radio six ten K what what's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Joe. I'm in Pasco. What's up, Joe? So here's the deal, you see, I where I work I also have work clothes that I need to wear that are provided to me by my employer. So because of the coronavirus I'm in the locker room as little as possible. I go in Monday morning. I pick up all of, or Monday afternoon, I pick up all of my clean clothes that the laundry service delivers. I take them home and hang them in my locker. And when I leave my house, I'm dressed for work. What's the big deal? Right now, you don't want them people in the locker room all, you know, combined in there right now anyway. So they're going to be violating the order if they allow these guys to use the locker room and you have 15 people in a locker room getting dressed in the morning. So they should be taking their uniforms home. Appreciate the call, Not, not, not all the fault with the logic there, Joe. No, it's it's logical. That's why it has no place in this discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so continuing on with the rest of the resolution put out today. No, I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not bagging on Joe at all. No. Joe, is, Joe is dead on. Yeah. But, you know, again, this is... You know, this has been going on for a little while. Whereas the Board of County Commissioners finds that access to locker rooms is deemed paramount to ensuring health and safety of the corrections employees and their families, and that there is not sufficient time to construct new locker rooms, which would be a million-dollar project, by the way, Mm. nor is there any other alternatives available to them at this time, because there's not two two other locker rooms in the building. And whereas on March 31st, 2020, the Board of County Commissioners issued a letter to the sheriff indicating they would be installing temporary security measures to allow corrections departments access to the locker rooms, along with sheriff's office employees. And whereas, when attempting to install said measures later that day, county facility staff was directed to cease and desist by Benton County Sheriff's deputies. Yeah. Okay. I.e., I- what are you guys doing to our building? Yes. 
And whereas we find that access to the locker rooms by correction staff is still of paramount need due to the COVID-19 virus issues, sheriff's deputies, sheriff's deputies have other accommodations to locker rooms they can use, but the correction staff can't, apparently. And the sheriff has expressed concern with having corrections officers access the locker rooms at issue through the sheriff's office and sharing the locker room at issue with sheriff's deputies. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the Board of Benton County Commissioners that effective immediately, the men's and women's locker rooms previously shared by corrections and sheriff's staff prior to October 23rd, 2019, are hereby removed from the control of the sheriff's office and assigned to the Benton County Corrections Department until such time as the emergency provisions in effect stemming from the COVID-19 pandemic are fully lifted. And, be it further resolved, staff is hereby directed to take necessary steps to provide access to said locker rooms by correction staff from an entry point outside of the sheriff's office and prohibit access to said locker rooms from inside the space occupied by the sheriff's office. And, be it further resolved, that the county administrator is hereby authorized to take any and all steps necessary to implement this resolution, including but not limited to requesting that the prosecuting attorney appoint a special deputy prosecutor to initiate legal action against the sheriff if he interferes with the implementation of this resolution. Wow. The last part was a, a bit of a dagger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, sheriff, if you try anything, you know, when you get back into town. We're going to see you. Yeah. So uh, just uh, just a, a a slight recap of of this this uh, apparently the locker rooms are good enough for the sheriff's department to use but not the corrections department. That's right. Well, you know, I I do have a question. The facilities that aren't adequate enough for the corrections department are adequate enough for the sheriff's department. Well, to that end, and I had this, uh, you know, you and I were talking off air. I don't know the answer to this. I'm just so it may be a simple answer. I don't know what the number of staff on each side is, I shouldn't say each side, but the sheriff's department staff, how many people are we talking about? The jail staff, how many people are we talking about? If there is a lot more jail staff than there is sheriff's department only staff, okay, maybe they should have access to the bigger locker room and okay, maybe maybe that's why it was inadequate. If we're talking about you know, dozens yeah. and dozens and dozens of people versus a dozen or two. I, you know, and I don't know what the answer is. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? I'm Mary from Kennewick. Hi, Mary. The easy solution is just stagger stop, start and stop times of each employee to give them time in the locker room alone. And then nobody is overcrowded and nobody has a problem. Mary, Mary, we appreciate your call, but when are you going to learn that common sense has no place in peeing matches? Well, yeah, it has no place in government. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate the call. Thanks for the call, Mary. We appreciate it. We've now had two logical, uh, you know, look points of view on this. But 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 can I can I walk through this just for a moment before we go to commercial break? Yeah. I just you know in in case you miss the timeline of all this, okay? There was a some sort of a squabble between Benton County Commissioner Jerome Delvin and Benton County Sheriff Jerry Hatcher. At which point in time? I mean, this squabble's gone on for years. Well, okay, <laughs> I'm going back within you know some point last year, okay? At which point, the commissioners took command of the jail away from the sheriff. Pretty unprecedented move, but not completely out of left field. 
Then there was a problem with commissions. Jail staff didn't have commissions to, to intake inmates. Sheriff's Department did. Then there was an issue of weapons. Which weapons belong to the Sheriff's Department? Which weapons should be jail staff? And now, a locker room. I just want everybody to kind of have that sink in. This is what we're dealing with in Benton County. Yep. 547-1610-509-547-1610. Email us by going to the website 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page, send us your question or comment. Because this is paramount. It's an emergency, my God. Speak your piece. Call 509-547-1610. More of the bottom line presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610K. When I want to welcome to the program Commissioner Jerome Delvin. Commissioner, thanks for taking the time to give us a call this afternoon. There were a few things, certainly in the press conference, that we observed a little bit earlier. I'm sorry, the meeting earlier, not the press conference. Uh, the special meeting that was held to, to discuss this issue with the locker rooms that did seem to uh, needed a little bit of clarity. So we appreciate you giving us a call to do just that. So, well, thank you. And you know, we had been working with, and I say we, our staff and chiefs, have been working with trying to get an answer from um, from the sheriff. Now, he's been in Montana over for a, over a week while all this has been going on. And so, um, you know, I don't know if he has access to work email or not, but but uh, he never returns Sousa. Even before he left, he never returned uh, email. One of our staff or building facility uh, had been working with him, and he had agreed to a placement of a door inside the sheriff's that would be secured so it wouldn't allow the corrections officers into, uh, you know, the area of the sheriff's department, you know, where the reports are taken, all that kind of, you know, so it limited access. And, and you know, again, it's, the locker room has been used by both parties for many, many years and you asked about the ratio. Well, so we'll get to that in a minute. So he had agreed to the placement of that door, but then he made the comment to our staff member and said, "I understand the commissioners really need this and have to have this because of what's going on in the jail. I want this, 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 and this." So he basically held up, you know, that unless he got these other things, more employees and some other, um, you know, things that he wanted his wish list. Um, and we said, no, we're not going to do that. And so that's when we did the meeting last week. Um, we did the letter, or this week, authorized, last week, authorized a letter that, hey, we're putting in that door that you had, you had agreed to before. And when our facilities crew, it wasn't a contractor, it was our facilities crew, showed up after hours because we didn't want to disturb the operations in the sheriff's door. It was going to place that door in wall. And that's when he had, you know, he put his sheriff's, I think he put his sheriff's deputy in kind of a, unusual situation to tell other county employees, you know, you need to stop work and leave. So commissioner, they they were good about it. They were professional about it, both sides. And so they left. And so that left us with, okay, you know, um, and he was given legal advice by the county prosecutor, you know, the, 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 the commissioners have authority over all buildings and facilities. And so that's when we decided, okay, then we'll just block off 
that larger walk, locker room because the ratio is about, I think, 40, 45 deputies to 120 correctional people somewhere in there. I mean, it, it's quite a big gap. So you it's mentioned that. About it's two and a half to one. About two and a half to one. Yeah. So l- let me ask you right. a quick question, Commissioner. The, 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 it seems that the, the questions here are not just this particular facility, but the other two facilities that are in the building that are that are locker rooms that have some kind of shower facilities. Have well, the yeah, have, have well? Let me let, let me let me ask you the question, okay. Commissioner. Have the have the con- correction staff been using those facilities at this point in time? And that's no. why they're not they're not so so nobody's been using no. these these facilities these other facilities. No. Okay. And even even the bigger locker room, the deputies haven't been using it. Okay. So that's the that's the that's the thing. And when when they offered those two smaller, they're within the sheriff's department, so they would have been granting access to correctional officers within the sheriff's department. By us, by them using those two smaller, and staff went and looked at that with Chief Susan and said these are smaller than you know what we, than what we got going on when they're using the little work release area over in jail, which is part of the jail. These are within the sheriff's department. There's no locker rooms, in, in the jail, um, you know confines. There's no locker rooms over there for staff. They were always in the sheriff's department. So now for clarification, with the resolution today and moving this larger locker room under the corrections department, will the sheriff's deputies be using those other two facilities that were talked about in the conversation, or will they also still have access to this room, but that other entrance is now going to be built and corrections officers will be accessing it through that entrance? Two things. The other locker rooms are used by the, the – they're smaller because they're just for the commanders. So I guess it's up to the the deputy, you know, the sheriff's commanders if they want other deputies to use those. They will have – to the larger locker room, they will have access. We told them that, that they would have access through that new door that we're going to start working on tomorrow, that they would have access in that locker room if they wanted to come into that locker room. So we're not denying them access. We're just keeping the correctional officers out of the sheriff's, you know, his area. And, and Commissioner, those those workers of the facility, facility that are entrusted with creating this new entrance, is there an estimated timeline as to how long it's going to take? No, the guys, I guess the, the, they're coming in tomorrow. We already have construction crew on site because of the, we're building that new admin building. Mm-hmm. And, and so they're going to come in, I think, Hopefully they'll have it uh, at least cut through this weekend and, and putting the door in. So within a few days, you know, I, I think we'll have that that build. It's just a temporary measure with the hallway that will go in, splitting the men's from the women's and access into the women's locker room, too, because there's a, a separate women's locker room, too, um, that the, the correctional officers used to use. And remember, this is – I know one, one caller called in, you know, that he uses uniforms. This is for them to – to clean up before going home. It's not about coming to work necessarily. It's about going home with dirty clothes and being in contact with with uh, other people during their shift. Are they, and they're able to do because you guys have staff there already. There isn't anything under the governor's order that would prevent this project from being done. No, no. Because remember, the exception is is public projects, facilities, projects, and such. 
Okay. Well, Commissioner Dublin, we appreciate you giving us a call. We're almost to the end of the program. Uh, there were some things at the meeting that, that definitely came, that, that during the course of the meeting and after the meeting seemed to be unresolved as far as some questions based on the conversations. But we appreciate you taking the time to give us a call to clarify those questions that we had. Yeah, yeah. just real quick, that attorney was trying to negotiate, and you can't negotiate, you know, with a labor union, you know, without your attorneys and everything. I mean, he was trying to negotiate. That's why I shut him off. We're not negotiating. Gotcha. Absolutely. Understand. And thank you again, Commissioner, for the time. We appreciate you calling in and helping answer some questions on this. Yeah. Commissioner Jerome Delvin, representing District 1, joining us here on the bottom line. And so we got a little more information there, which was good. Some of the questions that we had were answered from the source. Yeah, that's what we're about. Is Absolutely. Getting information, disseminating information, discussing that information. And when, some, when uh, one of the commissioners involved in the meeting takes the time to clarify some of that stuff, we appreciate it very much. That'll do it for the bottom line. Coming up uh, shortly, Governor Jay Inslee is scheduled to uh, have a news conference uh, along with uh, some members of the Washington State Health Department about the COVID-19 response in the state of Washington. We'll carry that for you live as soon as he's talking. We'll get that on the air to you.